Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engage podcast, where we go in-depth with practical ways for you to pray, vote, and engage. Each week, we are uploading the audio recording of our weekly Bible study. This week, we covered Psalm 5. To sign up for the Bible study, visit our website at christiansengaged.org forward slash events. Okay. We are on, we are streaming. It is Monday morning. I'm with Tracy Bradford, my one of my dearest, dearest friends. So what a great day. This is so fun. Yes, it is. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. So it's Monday morning, 8.30, everybody. Everybody awake? Got your yes. coffee? Got your vitamin emergency? <laughs> emergency um, to this morning. So we're excited. We're in Psalms 5 today. I can't believe we've done, this is our fifth week of doing this. Um, I'm just, and, and I get to have Tracy Bradford back. She's going to join us every, the beginning of every month. So we know it's a new month when Tracy's on. <laughs> Woohoo! We got through January, guys. We lived. We survived. We did. 2021, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, Okay, so Tracy's the Vice President of Christians Engaged. Um, we love her. She has been a political activist for a long time, homeschooling mom of seven, um, used to lead uh, Texas Eagle Forum as the president in Texas. And, um, and she's a woman of the word and of prayer. And I love her for that. <laughs> yes. yes. So let's get going. Psalms 5, everybody open their Bible. We're reading in New King James because Ian got us both matching Psalms Bibles, which are so cool. You can write in them. Ian's our executive director. And so I really have not had profound things to say in this. I've really just put in scribble and then that started my meditation for the week and then ends up in these beautiful blogs that we're doing. So go ahead, Tracy, start us out with Psalms 5. We're just going to read through it. Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditations. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I will pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship towards your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness, no faithfulness in, your, in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out into the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those who rejoice, who put their trust in you, let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. One more verse. Turn oh, the page. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> for you, O Lord, shall bless the righteous. Oh, it's just one of my favorite verses. For with you, you will, with your favor, you surround him as with a shield. Woohoo! Okay.
Okay, I'm going to lay out to y'all my thoughts on Psalms 5, and then I'm going to let turn it over to Tracy, because I know she has always deep thoughts that I never think about, so we're excited for that. Um, okay, you guys are going to hit me. Feel free to throw things at the screen right now when I tell you that we're going to talk about early in the morning. Early in the morning, I will rise up and seek thee is in another psalm that we all love, um, and we'll get that, get there, so... I think we should just break it open right now that this psalm talks about early in the morning. <laughs> and all you night people out there are about to uh, throw their coffee at me right now. But there is something about the morning. Verse three, my voice you shall hear in the morning. Oh, Lord, in the morning, I will direct it to you and I will look up. Okay. Um, I've been morning person sometimes, and when I was younger, I was a night person, and I used to say, this does not apply to me, friends. When I was in Bible school, I was like, nope, sorry, um, and then I had to get up really early and drive to Bible school, and then, you know, I would start showing up 30 minutes earlier and praying in the prayer room, and then I started showing up an hour earlier and praying in the prayer room. There's something about um, setting your heart to seek the Lord in the morning. And for me, um, my mind is clear. Um, I can think deep thoughts. I'm refreshed most of the time, right? Sometimes we wake up and we're not so refreshed, but for the most part, we're refreshed in the morning. Um, I have learned to not turn on my apps on this phone until I seek the Lord for a while um, so trying to keep the distractions away where we don't have to answer email at 5 a.m. Okay. So there's something about uh, in the morning for me. And, and I think it's a biblical perspective because there's something about giving God your first fruits of your day. Really. Um, it's those first thoughts. It's those first meditations. It's that first uh, seeking for wisdom, right. And feeling um, and going to God, going, I have need of you today. <laughs> I have need of you today. And for me, I'm just, I'm not telling you how awesome I am and how perfect I am. Cause I'm not, let me tell you, I fail at this all the time, but I do feel like we need role models for what this looks like. And for me, it looks like different things, different mornings. So I want to give you permission to seek God in different ways. For me, um, many mornings, it's walking two or three miles, trying to walk two or three miles um, the people in my life know that that is difficult for me, but I do it better if I have my audio Bible in my ear and I'm listening to uh, a teaching on that scripture. For me, I love um, Kyle Martin and Revive School. I'm going through Revive School from time to revive right now. So, you know, breathing in that fresh air, listening to the word, listening to someone kind of like this Bible study, kind of download it for me helps me um, when I'm walking and when I need to be exercising, right? Um, other days, it means going to a prayer room in my city and spending an hour and a half or two hours there just praying with people that I know are seeking God um, in the middle of a worship team, you know, having that kind of, um, you know, corporate worship um, prayer expression in my life. That's, I love doing that in the mornings. Um, so that's a really big part of my life. Another way that I seek the Lord in the morning is I just sit in my living room with my Bible on my lap and, you know, spend time journaling the things that I feel like God is saying to me. 
um, speaking to me, asking him to, to show me things, and then also telling him about where I am, you know, just be, having that one-on-one -on -one honest time with God, right? So meditation in verse one of this chapter actually means groanings. And I love this picture in Hebrew, the groanings, the muttering of meditation. There is a groan inside all of us to be heard. There's a groan inside of us that says, I need somebody to hear this heart cry, right? And, uh, you know, we all are very imperfect when it comes to hearing other people's groans. You know, I'll say this, you know, my husband's been into uh, trying to find recipes on YouTube lately. And so he'll come in, he'll tell me about a new recipe and I'm in the middle of work or I'm in the middle of a writing project or something and I'm half listening to his you know, revelation on the brisket that he wants to create, right? Um, some good, good recipe that he's decided that he's going to cook for me. I am imperfect. God is not imperfect. He hears all of our groans, my friends. He hears every cry. And I love this, that God is not human. He is not short on attention spans. He hears our cry. And so the picture here in Psalms 5 is he hears our groanings. He is a God who hears. And I love that about him. So when I cry out to him in the mornings, when I give him that first fruit of my life, he hears me. And that is really the ultimate cry and the ultimate groan of our heart um, to be heard to be heard. So Psalms 121 says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Um, and in this place of groaning, in this place of being heard, um, I love verse four. He says, you are a God who takes pleasure um, for you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. I've heard so many times you have to be cleaned up to come to God. That is a total lie. You go to Jesus, you go into his presence and you walk with him and evil and wickedness can't abide in that place. It's the work of Jesus. It's the work of the cross. It's the finished work of the cross that makes us holy and righteous. And I love this picture here is that evil can't dwell in that sacred place. Okay. Evil and wickedness cannot dwell with him. So if you're with him, if you're actually spending time with the holy God, evil and wickedness cannot stay. For me, I, I take that not as condemnation, and I pray you don't either. I take that as a promise. <laughs> That's a promise to us that evil and wickedness cannot stay. And you all know that old song that we used to sing, um, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow uh, strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. It's not trying to get better. It's turning our eyes to him, seeing his grace, seeing his glory, and in that, the light of the world gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. And so that's why what we're doing here on Monday mornings or Anytime we come to the word of God is so, so important for our life, right? Um, and then I love verse seven and eight here too. Let's go for, um, forward that, with this. 
For as for me, I will come into your house in the middle of your, in the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship towards your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. Okay. I love this kind of verses because you've got mercy and you've got the fear of the Lord. Now, how does that go together? Uh, it doesn't look like it should go together. We, we think of the fear of the Lord. We think of reverence. We think of awe. We think of the holiness of God. But in the midst of this fear of God, of seeing him for who he truly is, knowing his character, knowing his righteousness, he bestows mercy upon us. He takes us in that place of seeing him as he truly is and bestows mercy on us. It's in his house that we have mercy. I love that picture. Um, we come into his house and we find mercy and it's all about him. He's, he loves to run after us. I love the picture of God running after my heart. He's totally after me, right? Um, that is such a beautiful picture of his unconditional love. Um, like Gomer and Hosea, you know, <laughs> Hosea is like, I, I don't need this wife who's having adultery on me every two seconds. Um, and God saying, no, this is a picture of my love for my bride. This is how faithful I am to my bride. Um, that's what we see in his house. We see his mercy, right, in that place. And, and David cries out here to God. He says to, he cries out to him and says, make me righteous because of my enemies. Make me righteous because of my enemies. He didn't want to fall flat in front of other people. He didn't want to um, cause the reputation of God to be hindered in any way. He didn't want to embarrass God. And I, I like that story as a follower of God. Um, our cry should be, make us righteous, God. Put us in right standing with you <laughs> because of our enemies, because of these people out there that are watching us. And we have a responsibility as the church to be aware of our reputation and the reputation of God that we're carrying in front of the world. That is, a, 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 that is not a light thing that we should be praying into. God, make us um, Christ-like because of these people out there that are watching us right now. We're carrying the name of God. We're carrying his fame name and it's his reputation um, that we're carrying. And that was David's cry. God, I wanna be righteous because of these enemies around me. So anyway, that's my fun thoughts out of Psalms 5. Woohoo! Got some raised hands. Um, Tracy, take it away. I know you probably got some completely opposite thoughts than me. <laughs> no, you know what's funny is you were talking about Psalm 121, and I had written that one down, and then another psalm that had to do with uh, mercy and fear. So wow. we're uh, One of the things, too, is you talked about being an early riser, and as a, a young mom, you know, those were times that actually that was when you could get some quiet or even if you were up with the baby, you know, instead of getting frustrated, it was learning to take that time to pray over that child or pray over, you know, you have a little quiet if they fall asleep and you can't go back to sleep. But um, one of the things that my kids, my kids still do this. Um, I can come down to get ready for school 
and they can go, did you not have your quiet time today? (laughs) They knew. And, and it, it, it's funny because it really does. Um, I'm a late night person. So I've become more of an early person with kids and a husband that's an early person, but it is that starting your day. And I know you've heard me say this before, but God really put that on my heart in a very clear way. It doesn't have to be two hours before him in the morning. Maybe it is. Maybe you break it up throughout the day, whatever, you know, you have to, you have to find that place with him, but he wants that time with you. He desires that time with you. The almighty God who created heaven and earth wants that connection. You know, you don't get any better than that. But I remember him convicting me one morning about, you won't leave the house without brushing your teeth, but you would leave without connecting with the creator of heaven and earth. Yes. And that just really has always stuck in my heart about he has to be a priority. In some mornings, it is just a good morning before I put my feet on the floor. Please be with me today. I need to trust in you. I need to rest in you. And maybe you woke up late and you're out the door, but he's not up there going, um, it's six o'clock. Y'all haven't checked in yet, but it's where, where our first fruits, where our first fruits go. And as I was right before we got on the call, as I was reading it again, the first verse is consider, consider my meditations. I thought he is opening up his pondering, his deep place where he rests as a, as a King or as a person saying, God, look at this place, my meditations, my groanings. And you know what? Sometimes I may be groaning for some really selfish things, Mm. but if we're willing to open all that up to him, he knows it anyway. Did y'all ever have that moment where you went, why am I hiding this from God? He knows it anyway. You know, you can go hide from him, but he already knows. So why not take it to the one who knows it all? And, you know, even we were reading through this talking, uh, my son said, you know, it says God hates, he hates evildoers. And I looked it up. I looked the word up with him and it it means hate, like we would know hate, but he's perfect God. So whatever he is hating, it's, it's in a perfect balance for whatever it is he's doing, but it does say to us and, and I, you know, we want to maybe read over that and go, well, you know, it talks about bloodthirsty. I'm not bloodthirsty. Well, I think if we step back and look, there are places we all have iniquity and that we are standing before him and we're inviting him into those places. Right. And if you start your day that way, um, it just sets your pace. I think it just, I mean, again, it's not, you know, if you've been doing a late night uh, meditation with God, you're bad. Um, that's not it. I think we find other scriptures where he talks about the evening. As far as I see, David is before the Lord morning, noon, and night. Wouldn't that be a great place to serve yes. in our hearts? And just the fall, closing out here, um, my verse for this year, God put on my heart was a Psalm. Well, hold on, my dog's in here. Okay. Sorry. Psalm 25. Verse 14, the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him and he will show them his covenant. How does it get any more phenomenal than that? And that's what we're really after, right? Tracy, when we're, when we're seeking God in the morning, it's in reality, it's we're, we just want to be with him. 
we want to hear from him. And, and it doesn't have to be this striving thing that we think of so often. We were just in our book club. We were just studying Corey Russell's book, Teach Us to Pray. And he's been such a great model for me of, of a life lived out in the place of prayer over 20 something years. But we, we, ha- we think we have to do all this stuff. And sometimes it's just taking moments of quietness and stillness and just sitting there and saying, God, I just, I just, um, you know, <laughs> quiet my soul here to be able to hear from you, to be able to, to think about this word written on this page and, and it speak to me. Because for many of us, that is difficult. That's a difficult thing because of all of the junk that's been exploding around us all the time. Um, and I was just reading another book that we're reading in our book club, Arthur Brooks, uh, Love Your Enemies. And he talks about taking news breaks and taking times of solitude. Absolutely. And then some perspective um, from what you're feeding yourself constantly, right? And those things are so, so important. And you think, okay, I'm going to lose something if I don't check my social media feeds at 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you, you're not. You're going to be set free <laughs> by not having to hear all of that um, at the very beginning of your day. So the promise I want to leave us with is out of verse 11. Listen to this. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you. Okay, that's our promise for this week. He has promised us joy supernatural joy, regardless of your circumstances, regardless of the things that are happening in 2021. Um, He has promised us joy. We can rejoice because we trust in him, friends. So as we go through this week, I want you to, when you don't feel good, when your feelings are telling you one thing, say, I rejoice in you. I'm going to be joyful in you, God. I choose to be joyful in you and watch your emotions and your feelings follow that act of faith. That's what the word of God does for our soul is it activates our faith and it gives us hope and it actually changes our emotions and the things that are going in our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, right? Our mind, will, and emotions, our soul have to follow the spirit, have to follow our spirit Ultimately, our spirit is born again. Ultimately, our spirit is full of faith and hope. And so (laughs) the daily walk of Christ is making your soul be renewed and abide by what your spirit's doing. And uh, Pastor David Halverson's on here and he knows Pastor Jim, our old pastor used to say, getting older in God, just, you know, being discipled, getting more Christ-like doesn't mean that you get better. It means that you die quicker. And I love that picture. We're dead in Christ. We're dying quicker to the things in our souls. And we're asking God to resurrect us um, faster, you know, not staying in that place of of emotional torment um, as long as you have to stay in that, you know, die quicker, (laughs) go to the word quicker. Amen. So um, let's just pray over this um, for our life. And and then, um, man, it's going to be an exciting week, guys. First of February, February is going to be the month of love on multiple <laughs> levels. <laughs> 
Month of love. Okay, Tracy, start us out. Oh, Heavenly Father, you are holy, holy, holy. And we know that as we come to you, that you do hear our cries. You do hear the meditation of our heart. And you are about the heavens working on those very things. And Father, we thank you that um, I love the, the image of dying quicker to self and letting the spirit flood and take over. Father, you, we can trust you to take care of the fears and the enemies that are in our life. And we can shout with joy because we belong to you. We are your children. We are co-heirs with Christ. We, we are part of the promise and it is because of your spirit. And Father, I just pray as we walk out these days this week that we literally will shout with joy that we will just take a moment and just maybe it's more than a moment, God, just feel overwhelmed with your presence and with the joy of knowing we belong to you. You hear our cries. You are steadfast. You are mighty. And it's in that precious name we pray. Yes. God, we just thank you that in the multitude of your presence is great mercy. Lord, I just thank you for mercy over all of us right now. And God, in the places that we we want to seek you, Lord, even in our undisciplined lifestyles, God, it's been difficult in 2020 and into 2021 to, to seek you in many times. So Lord, we just pray for grace and mercy over our hearts and lives. And God, we just, we just um, commit, Lord, to even if it's five minutes, to think thoughts about you in the morning, to go to your word to start building in um, habits of prayer, um, places of discipline in our life, Lord, so that we can really get your downloads from heaven. Um, as Tracy was praying, Lord, about the fear of the Lord going, you know, those who fear your Lord, the Lord will get, get the counsels of God, will get the wisdom from you. So Lord, we just thank you ahead of time for your wisdom, for the things that you have in your counsel for us. And God, we just thank you for it. And Lord, we just uh, set our hearts to seek you um, more than we ever have in our life, God. This is a, a time where we have to turn our hearts to you. We are desperate for you in this hour, God. And so, Lord, we thank you for um, giving us the grace and the mercy to dig into your word and to know you greater than we ever have before. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woohoo! Okay. Thus concludes Psalm 5. Okay, a um, couple of things I wanted to tell you all about before you get off. Number one, our on-ramp to political activism class just went live for the entire state of Texas to get into. So if you are on here or you know somebody that needs, <coughs> wants to get active in politics, but is a Christian and is worried about how to do that from a Christian perspective, um, Tracy and I, along with uh, State Representative Matt Krause and Matt Schaefer recorded our entire, um, it's like four hours of video, our uh, on-ramp to political activism class. And then we have a live component to that where we answer questions and we'll help you graduate and get activated as well. So check that out on our website, that is up. Um, there's a special promo code, it's on-ramp. If you put in on-ramp, you'll get $10 off for that. Um, and then we just finished our first month of book club and we're starting our next book for February. So if you want to join us for our book club, we are reading from our dear friend, Virginia Proden, 
Saving My Assassin, which I just finished this for the second time, friends. Um, this woman's life in Romania, communist Romania, is amazing. So if you want a perspective on socialism and what it'll do to a nation and then what it does to the church, um, this is an amazing um, biography and it's an easy read. I'm telling you, it's so good. So we'll have an interview with Virginia coming up soon and we'll be discussing that the end of February. So grab that book and join us for book club because we had so much fun on book club last Friday. Um, that was fun just being able to talk to people and some people didn't finish the book or some people just started the book. It doesn't matter. Just, you know, let's turn off Netflix a little bit and read a little more is our point is, you know, we need some encouragement and sometimes, you know, it's breaking some of these habits that we have in our life that we need to, you know, do something different. So anyway, it's exciting. Love you guys. Um, we will see you next Monday and thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you for joining us today. This podcast is a production of Christians Engaged. We are a nonpartisan nonprofit that exists to awaken, motivate, and educate ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to pray for our nation regularly, vote in every election, and engage our hearts in some form of political activism. To learn more about us, please visit our website at christiansengaged.org. That's christiansengaged.org.